I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. It's time. It's time. Time to get in the zone. Time to get in the zone. With the 49ers web zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al, Zane, and Brian. Here's a stat for you. Going back the last 12 games to last season, Nick Bosa has three and a half sacks. Wow. And if you look at the defensive line as a whole, Bosa, Farrell, Jackson, and now Gregory have just three and a half sacks combined defensive ends I should say um mm-hmm. have just three and a half sacks combined since since week one so yeah. the ends are a concern now do you think this is a product of maybe because Bosa is not quite there yet it has a ripple effect or is the, the are the defensive ends just not as good after they lost to many and evil yeah well you see what Amenahu is doing with Kansas City he's been a difference maker for that defense and I think his presence was sorely missed I thought that having Javon Hargrave was an excellent pickup especially in that interior and trying to get push up the middle it does seem though that they are having this revolving door on the other side of Bosa which isn't quite working. I mean, we saw Andy, excuse me, Randy Gregory uh, there on Monday night, maybe once uh, get close to sacking Kirk Cousins. That's not enough. Remember, Cleveland Farrell was a former first round pick for the Raiders. Mm -hmm. And here he was getting uh, another opportunity to play. And he he hasn't been a factor at all. Uh, I think Jackson, they were expecting more things from. So that other side is problematic. I think they thought that maybe Randy Gregory was the answer, that he would be the one that would have a little more juice, would be a little bit more uh, like the Randy Gregory that we've seen in years mm-hmm. past. I mean, he didn't have uh, that sort of, of uh, uh, motor or ability to get the quarterback in Denver. But Denver right now is is – is a mess as a team. So that that opposite side of Bosa is certainly not helping out. And I think it's just accentuating the issue with Bosa not getting any sacks because the pressure's really on him to get after the quarterback. 
So I got to ask you about Brock Purdy too, who I thought had played tremendous over the first five games. And then, then he didn't play so well against Cleveland. It was raining. There were some factors and Mm -hmm. I actually thought he was good too against Minnesota right until the end there. And then he gets that hit on the head. And after that, he's two for six with the two interceptions. I don't want to say that that was an excuse. It may have been, it may not have been, but I think with Purdy overall, I've been really pleased with how he's done coming in after the arm injury and just being a 23 year old quarterback with a lot of pressure on you. I think he's done a good job. And I, I, I do believe he's going to bounce back. Where are you on Purdy just in terms of being the franchise guy for this team? I still feel like he is the future. I do feel like he brings a lot of promise. The thing that he does so well is he's able to process and mm-hmm. make the throws with anticipation. If you see some of the broadcasts, over the last few games and some of the analysts and the things that they point out about Purdy, they telestrate it. He throws as guys are making their cuts. So he's throwing with way anticipation, even when he has the blitzes in his face, like we saw against the Giants. He makes these throws, and the the Browns were in his face a lot too. It, you know, Were there throws that he sailed that he wishes he could have had back? Of course. But I still think he is equipped to run this offense the best, even better than Jimmy Garoppolo. I think Jimmy's issue, besides being um, always injured, it seemed like, but also, you know, Jimmy got handed to him. He always had a quick release. But I think the processing that that Brock Purdy does when he's behind the the center, behind the O-line, and just picking up all the coverages, and and you see Ayuk really shines. And Debo really shines. And then he finally finds, you know, Kittle. So I'm not panicking yet. I mean, he is, after all, still learning his way through through the system, playing in the NFL, played in 12 games. Yes, he's 10 and 2. Yes, those those two passes that ended up being interceptions at the end of the Minnesota game were backbreakers, no question. I like to think that he will learn from that. And I think having a guy like Kyle Shanahan, who now knows he can put all the trust in Brock Purdy, is going to be able to work with them to avoid mistakes like that in the future. Because I love his demeanor, too. He's got a great mm-hmm. demeanor. He's he's ultra patient and poised there. And like I said, he goes through his progressions. And there have been a lot of times he makes throws as he's getting hit. And guys are are right in the middle of their cuts, and they're just delivered right in the breadbasket. So I, I'm not there yet to 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 panic on Brock Purdy. Not not there. Not there yet. Agree. I agree with everything you just said there. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com therapy60. 
think, and people have to remember, this wasn't a veteran quarterback that just took over last year. He, he was a rookie and he's only 23 years old and there are going to be ups and downs. There's a lot of pressure exactly. on him. But I, I think he's handled it well. Mm-hmm. So the Eagles who still remain the main competition for the 49ers, they look like they're getting better. They just make a big trade for Kevin Bayard. Um, mm-hmm. We've seen the 49ers be aggressive. I mean, obviously last year with McCaffrey and even in 2019, I don't think they go to the Super Bowl without getting Emmanuel Sanders. That was a huge trade. Great. I feel like they're going to be aggressive again. Um, what, needs do you think they have what positions do you think they should target or, or maybe even a player that you like that, that they, you think they should bring in i mean i would love for them to get uh another cornerback a mm-hmm. a shutdown cornerback i mean i think certain or certain depending on your pronunciation because it seems like it changes for announcers uh day after day i think somebody like that would be really beneficial because the problem is if if the pass rush isn't doing its job if they're not getting to the quarterback it is exposing the the cornerbacks and i do think while they have some some young players there you know like uh uh, lenore for example and some of these younger guys i i just feel like a another shutdown corner gives you peace of mind in case they they can't get sacks because it's all predicated this team has been built on having a strong defensive line. And sometimes I think like if that, if the pass rush isn't working, you just are so vulnerable to, to the deep throws and mm-hmm. Traverius Ward, you know, he had his issues too. Right. And there were some calls there, some pass interference calls where, where he got caught and it's just, who else can you really 100% count on there in, in the defensive secondary? Yahoo Funga has been tremendous. Gibson's been tremendous as well. But just in terms of cornerbacks, I get a little bit leery there. I get a little bit worried. So uh, Sertan, I think, would be a shoot-for-the-moon guy to get. Would he be mm. available? I don't know. But I think that the 49ers, if this is the year for them to pull a trade for a guy like that, it would be now. Uh, so I think a shutdown corner like of, of his elk would be something that they should they should target. And this is a huge game now all of a sudden this week. And the Bengals have not been good. They've obviously been a disappointment this year, especially on offense, where they're mm-hmm. 31st in the league, I think, right now in points scored. They've only scored 100 points. Burrow's QB rating is under 80, mainly because I think he's had the calf injury. Right. Now, I heard I read today that he's been under center a lot at practice. So I did some research, and actually I, Matt Hamilton was talking about um, they've been under center only 4.3% of the time this year yeah and if you go back to the super bowl year um they were under center 38.1 percent. so they haven't been able to run that offense the play action joe mixon's more of a downhill guy so i feel like they may see a different bengals team coming off the bye maybe with a more healthy burrow and this game could be tougher than it looked a few weeks ago how do you see this game playing out do you think the niners can can turn things around or, or are the Bengals going to continue their uh their losing streak you know, I I am a little concerned about this game because this is a yet another test for the 49ers before the 49ers have their bye. This is a short week for them. We have to see about Trent Williams' health because he was definitely missed as well on Monday mm-hmm. night. I think Debo's presence was also missed. Obviously, he's not going to be in this game. Um, I, I think that the Bengals, the way that they've been playing the offense, has been playing better of late just before the bye we saw burrow really start to get into a rhythm and find 
um, you know, Jamar Chase. They're trying to get him more involved. And I think that's that's a key for their offense. And I do think that Joe Burrow's calf has been critical uh, so far for them because early on in the season, he looked like he was limited with his mobility and what he was able to do. And in their last couple of games, that calf was really tested. And earlier in the season, he seemed like he was a shell of himself, but now he's extending plays more and we're seeing mm -hmm. him, you know, uh, be a little bit more like the Joe Burrow of, of old. And I think, I think the, the 49ers, we saw what Kirk Cousins did with Jordan Addison, and they did not have Justin Jefferson. Well, here comes Jamar Chase. Again, right. that's going to be an issue where are they going to be able to figure out the middle of the field and not leaving it so open and vulnerable? And to me, that that would be the ultimate concern. I think this is going to be a close game. And I think that ultimately, especially if Purdy can play, they'll be able to win in a close one. But it's definitely not going to be easy street here. This is a team, the the Bengals, who have been on a little bit of a streak now. They got up to, to a bad start. I think they are going to be rejuvenated. Another week of rest for Burrow. And uh, again, given given what Hawkinson did in, in you know in that offense on Monday night, it's going to be tough for the 49ers. I think it's going to be a close one, but I think the 49ers end up end up taking it because this was the thing that Fred Warner had said: they need to win the grimy games. And right. the the game against the Browns was a grimy game, and even the Vikings game was a grimy game because they still had a chance. Even even though the interceptions were backbreakers, they they had a chance still to to win it and come back. We saw McCaffrey's um, turnover, his fumble, and that's not something that he does a lot of. So if they can be turnover free, and assuming that Brock Purdy is healthy, and he doesn't throw uh, a, a pick or two like like he did uh, on Monday night, I think that will be beneficial to the Forty Nine ers, and I think that will be the difference for them if if they are to win this week.